ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Arfin, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com I see sometimes I wish this wasn't a podcast so we could see Kathy's face. Because this disapproving scowl. <laughs> she did a live video of her face at the same time. So uh, I'm Dave. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. We're, do- we're doing a cinema. Well, we're not really. We're standing in the garden. Uh, we're doing a special, another special Game of Thrones episode of the cinema where we don't go to the cinema or walk home from the cinema, but instead. Uh, <laughs> stand in our garden and then watch Game of Thrones on the yeah. you know the format you know the it's format. episode 5 and um, it's really interesting with these Game of Thrones podcasts because like less people listen to them than our normal ones because we're a cinema podcast and we're not going to the cinema but we get way more feedback on these episodes yeah we get a lot of a uh, lot of tweets lot and of emails feedback. and Facebooks thank you for everyone thank you wrote it. a lot of you corrected us about uh, Cersei's gold Yes, approximately yeah, 50 week. people contact us about this. So f- between mainly Twitter, but also Instagram, which I found interesting, email, WhatsApp messages. Were they, were they posting angry pictures of themselves <laughs> no. on Instagram? And apparently we missed a key line, which was we thought Cersei was broke now and all the gold had been destroyed by Daenerys. Apparently. Oh, uh, spoilers for last week's Game of Thrones. I guess. Well, if, I mean, spoilers for all the Game of if, Thrones. Good luck if you were listening to this and you haven't seen it. Apparently um, there was a line where they said the gold safely, safely through to King's Landing. Um, before all hell broke loose. And so the we, gold's fine, but the wheat got destroyed. The wheat got destroyed, Very so the important. crops. Um, yeah. And actually, so many people complained. I even got a phone call from my sister in France complaining that we had gotten it wrong. And she was so angry about this, she decided to fly all the way over to watch the next episode with us. And here she is, yes, Jackie. I'm here. I couldn't I couldn't let that go. So. <laughs> You've been standing awkwardly this whole time yeah. while, while we just talked. I didn't know this, sister. There's more laughter. <laughs> Elizabeth, my little sister, is also back on the podcast. Not out of rage, just wanted to visit these guys. Just visiting. <laughs> um, so you may recall Jackie from our Predator review last summer in France and Elizabeth from our King, King Arthur. Arthur review this year. So they were turning together guests. at last. Together mm-hmm. at last. I mean, yeah. you've been together before. You're, you're sisters. <laughs> well, we have met. You've spent yeah. most of your life together. Um, and Jackie is a book reader. We've also had complaints that we don't have a book reader on this podcast. So Jackie, a lot of pressure tonight. Yeah, yeah. we... I. If I recall correctly, I vetoed you calling me a book reader. So, <laughs> oh, I, how does that go? Because I read them a long time ago, and I don't remember. So you're the expert. Any of the, yeah, I know yeah. everything. Yeah. You can have that, you know, that, that shimmering snobbery of someone who's read the books. 
I, d- I don't know. I read them a long time ago. And I've, now that we've gone past, the episodes are different to where I ever got to in the book as well. So, okay. But you have I one advantage on us. You well. can say the word Dothraki uh, uh, correctly, which apparently we can't because people also <laughs> wrote in <laughs> complaining that we were saying... What were we You're saying? You're saying Dothraki. Dothraki. And it's I'm going to deliberately say it wrong now. For no, the don't. This podcast. So thank you everyone for corrections. And welcome Jackie and Elizabeth. And one more thing. The internet blew up last week about John and Daenerys's sexual tension. I just want to say I called it. I knew this ages ago. You've been yeah, calling whatever. it for years. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's really funny memes of them pe- of him drawing them off. doing it on the walls. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was good. Um, so yeah, anyway. <laughs> All right. We're going to go watch the episode now. Okay, wow, the, um, the, the, a lot of stuff just happened. What do we? <laughs> how do you even tackle all Very of that? Very dense episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. There was about a thousand scenes in that. I know. I tried to keep track of them so we can go through it in some sort of coherent order, but it's difficult because everyone is with everyone else all the time. It's another reunion special. Yeah. So we'll start, we'll try, we'll kick off discussing... The Lannister plot insofar as we'll talk about Jamie and Cersei. Um, <laughs> so we open, as discussed last week, where I kind of thought Jamie was dead and Dave didn't because I figured there has to be some repercussion from this battle, but everyone was saying, yeah, right, Jamie wouldn't die in this way. Jamie's alive. Yeah, but of course, why have him, you know, why have somebody just jump in like a deus ex machina at the last minute if he wasn't going to be alive? Yeah, so they mm. just wash up in shore here, and apparently cop out as well. Armor that. didn't weigh them down. His golden hand didn't weigh them down. And they swam um, yeah. the whole lake underwater. No, it's actually they were in a river, not a lake. They said, which didn't make sense from the like last week. It looked like a lake. Oh, maybe the river sort of brought them downstream. Yeah, well, even the images. Yeah, that was a cop out. Yeah, it was a bit lame. Well, it, it it was a bit lame. It was too easy. They made it look like oh. That was fine. It's just pop out of the lake, whereas it'd been so dramatic at the end of the last episode. It fell yes. like 20 feet down. Like. Complete yeah. cop out. Lame cliffhanger. Lame. Um, very lame. I did enjoy um, Bronn saying, listen to me, cunt. <laughs> um, that was kind of fun. Like, until I get my castle, no one kills you but me. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, didn't, I didn't buy it, that scene, because Tyrion had seen Jaime. He, he'd recognised Jaime. He knew who he was. From the last scene of the last episode, this happened about, like five metres away from Daenerys. So she would have just plucked him out of the lake and had him as a war prisoner of war, surely. No, because oh, yeah. they swam underwater for the entire river. <laughs> like it didn't make, didn't make sense like, Oops, he he's gone. Well. That situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It doesn't. It was a little bit lame. I, I thought anyway. Um, lame. The next scene we see J- Jamie with, um, with Cersei. And he's like, no, wait, you don't understand. The Dothraki are awesome fighters and her dragon is amazing. Like, we can't win this war. And she's just like, so, I'd rather die. I think at this point, we realise that she's like not mentally stable. If we thought she was, I wonder yeah. <laughs> No, she's yeah. totally lost it. Yeah, she's really lost it. And even when he says, you know, like Tyrion didn't kill Joffrey, um, Olena did. And then he even says, like, who? of course she did. Who would she have rather her granddaughter be married to? And she's just like, I don't care. I'll fight and die or submit and die. I know my choice. Yeah, it really shows how she's the worst 
possible monarch like a leader because she literally doesn't care about the collateral damage she just does it all doesn't care who dies because yeah, she just like, doesn't want to give up if yeah, she has to die injury. she's quite happy for everyone else in the world to die yeah. as well and she says oh who cares if we lost those soldiers I'll just hire more and then she, when she says, I know my choice and a soldier should know his, she really diminishes Jamie in that mm. moment. She's Who like, you're this? a soldier. And that She's was been dim- diminishing him for ages now. Well, they're in an ab- abusive relationship. Yeah, he's... Yeah, like... absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. really... And then they have another scene together where... Um, he walks into the bedroom and she's with the hand of the queen, the Dr. Frankenstein character. <laughs> and he's like, what's he doing here? <laughs> um... And he tells her about the meeting with Tyrion, which we'll discuss in a few minutes. And she's like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. I knew that meeting was going to happen. She's like, oh, yeah, I saw your uh, your diary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> saw your calendar appointment for uh, 12 p.m. down in the cellars. And she says, are you going to... Also, you need to kill Bronn. Are you going to punish Bronn? And um, then she's like, oh, FYI, I'm pregnant. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. That was really... Yeah, I didn't. Totally prego. But we know she's only going to have three kids, right, from that prophecy. Oh. No, did oh hang on. Okay, remember. we need to reference that pro- The prophecy said all your children will die. Did the prophecy say you're gonna have three kids? Somebody please go Google that. This is what we should have really tweet us. Jackie, do you not recall from the book so many um, <laughs> prophecies? Why we no. why we flew you over from France. Um, okay, and then now like Elizabeth, you're right, she's completely unhinged because she says, Oh, I'll just tell everyone you're the father and like in her yeah, head, which you can't do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean she's, she's making her own she's like, this is, you know, the era of Cersei, she's like, I'm doing whatever I want. If I made myself queen, it's so that I can do what I want. So, Do you think they'll get married then so the kid isn't a bastard? I don't know what religion uh, they follow, but I don't think anyone will marry them. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. It's only been, what, like, Robert Baratheon was only king for the last 15 years or so. Before that, it was the, the, Targaryen. the Targaryens, and they all married within the family. So it's not that different. Cousins are different than siblings, though. And they're okay. twins. Like, they shared a womb. I think a they're couple the same of, person. Yeah, but a couple of generations <laughs> back, but the brothers and sisters were marrying each other in the in the Targaryens, I think. Oh, well, She's anyway. they're all mental. But sure, they went that's all mad. Not, that's why... Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, why they were, oh, that is why they were that mad. That is why they were mad. I feel like that's oh. alone. And then she says, a lion does not concern himself with opinions of the sheep, which one of you mentioned, that's what Elena had I'm pretty said. sure Elena said that to Daenerys a few episodes ago, didn't she? And then she so says... she said, be a dragon, not a sheep or something. Oh, is that it? Same kind of thing. Yeah. And then There's she says... There's so many analogies going around. No. She says, don't ever betray me again. And we all got really confused because... Jamie has never betrayed her. In mm. fact, she betrayed him by knowing about Bronn's meeting and not telling he him. He did. He betrayed her by letting Tyrion get away the first time. Maybe she wanted him to kill Tyrion this time. Oh, so do you think that's what she meant? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Um, so then we get to the next plot, which is like Winterfell and the Starks minus Jon. Um, and Bran is a raven having a vision. And finally we see the White Walkers again. That was an amazing mm. scene. Really yeah, it was pretty scary. And then we paused yeah. it for a second right on the Night King, and he was terrifying. And his makeup is amazing. Like, he is. looks so good. Surely it's CGI. I, I don't know. Whatever they've done to him is amazing. Incredible. He was looking right at you, Kathy. <laughs> it was, he the actually was. But yeah, so finally, Winter and White Walkers. Which is, you know, it's only, it's five of seven episodes, so they took their time. But yeah. We only ever just get a glimpse of them there. Like, I know. Oh, yeah. bye. And I was wondering, watching this scene, and you guys will all know more than me, like, what's the motivation of the Night King and the White Walkers? Why, what's their, do they have 
Well, we don't know because nobody gives them a chance to speak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe they're like, guys, there's this army of the super, super undead even further north and we need your <laughs> yeah. help. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand if they have desires or if they're just mindless zombies. I mean, the, the Night's King seems to have a plan. I bet maybe it's just like they're freezing and they really <laughs> yeah. want to get to warm. Yeah, they're they, like, winter's coming. They do make it seem like the, the Night King and like his the other bosses like that have a, are sentient or they're intelligent and they have a plan. Yeah. And they, they just have yeah. their zombie army that they've created to help them get their plan. Like revenge, maybe? I don't know. Oh, I would just love if we had a plot world. where... Um, I would love if we had a plot where we actually saw the Night King talking to John or something. I bet that would happen. I read something online suggesting that uh, the Night King could actually be a Stark from back in the day. Because there was some history about some old Stark Oh, there Stark was something fella. about... Oh, yeah. yeah Are you having too. vague recollections no, no, of books? No, I just read that too, I think. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, so that's basically Bran, all he does in this episode. Come on, we so much to talk And then about. He, says, <laughs> I need to, he says, I need to send a raven. Um to his maester yeah because Bran loves ravens yeah he does and I thought he, he meant just send yourself Bran I yeah. thought he meant a vision raven I didn't realise he meant a letter raven oh so, no yeah. like that would be so good if Bran sent himself in a raven and just like wrote a message with the raven like his raven foot in it. <laughs> it was indirect. He, that, to be yeah. honest though that we're laughing but he should do some shit like that yeah. because all he, he did was him. just hope that they would take his word yeah. like we didn't say how much online... Which they did not. They were absolutely right in the Citadel yeah. not to believe this Yeah, they madness. were right. And we haven't mentioned how many people have gotten in contact with us to tell us they hate Bran. Like, <laughs> oh, we've had so many Everybody tweets hates about Bran. it. Anyway, the next... Sorry, Bran, if you're listening. Sorry, Bran. Um, Bran is not listening. The next scene <laughs> we have is Sansa and Arya are with kind of the lords of the north and there's murmurings against Jon. And Sansa doesn't really defend him, just takes into account what they're saying. Um... And she kind of has a bit of a moan to Arya. And she then... does exactly what uh, Donald Trump did uh, the other day in the neo-Nazi <laughs> rallies and just refused to pick a side. Well, I think Sansa actually for once was in the right here because she was being diplomatic and letting them feel heard. But she did ultimately say, you know, this is what we're doing. Um, and I thought actually Arya was really like this. This really showed the difference in that Sansa has been learning diplomacy for mm. years and Arya has been learning violence. But and also I think there's something in what Arya is saying I think Arya is also quite perceptive and I think she's seen something in Sansa and I thought it was interesting how she says you you know it's there even though you don't want it to be there I think I think I think it absolutely is there and I think part of Sansa is thinking uh, oh what if Jon doesn't come back but Sansa has to think like that because she's the only other Stark who could rule so no, Bran can do it. Yeah, Bran would be great. Bran. Bran checked out a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so I think she needs to be considerate of that. You need to be mindful if you're like second in command. You can't put yourself in a position where you're, you're going to piss everyone off. Yeah. I mean, look, Arya was a total bitch about it. Yeah, and Arya said, um, like, um, you always like nice things. I thought that was kind of nice, though. You saw them having like a teenage sister fight. Yeah. Like, it was, was kind of just like, like harmful bickering and like banter. And then it like escalated into like, like Did you guys relate to that? Yeah, I mean, Elizabeth, you have, yeah. have you ever done that to Jackie or Kathy? Yeah, just like, walk, you love nice you things like... too much. Yeah, we all like nice <laughs> yeah. things. No, but I really like that actually because it brought up something that I wanted to. I I noticed when you guys spoke about it when you were Kathy when you were you were really into the Sansa and Arya reunion and you thought that would be the end of the season and everything and you're yeah. like because they love each other and they're sisters and I was remembering that they used to hate each other. Yeah, they were not. Friends, yeah, I didn't. They remember were not that. close. Um, they really didn't get on. In my, they were too different. They well, they just they were really didn't like each other. Like, and yeah. 
you know, because when the last time they split up was when um, Sansa was in love with Joffrey and wanted to get, like, she was still a little girl. Oh, she was They're both really small. Yeah, well, she yeah. was. Yeah, and, like, and Arya had caused um, her wolf to be killed and they just, they didn't get on. Arya needs to be respectful. Like, Sansa says, like, we worked really hard to get Winterfell back mm. and I feel like they almost need to sit down and just ca- catch up on each other's news. Yeah, but it's like, because they're both of their characters grew and de- had development, like, arcs and everything over the last few years, but they hadn't seen each other so now they get back to, with each other and they've kind of reverted to this, yeah, like, it's child, very like, childish. I mean, this was a childish With a lot higher risk. Also, they're back, they are back in their family home and their yeah. childhood home. Oh, and she I've said seen the is... three of you guys when you go back. Yeah. <laughs> it's bedlam. It's like when people go home for Christmas and they're all Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you start throwing your laundry on the floor. Yeah. And, uh... No, you throw your laundry on the floor when you go home. Yeah, well, that's because my mom cleans we it up. We don't do that. <laughs> and Aria also says, this is mom and dad's chambers and Sansa's like, so? Yeah, she's like, you're in mom and dad's room. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like that. Yeah, that's what that was like. Also, Aria, this has been people's bedrooms for like thousands of years. Yeah, like, <laughs> get over it. Your dad died six seasons ago, honey. Why don't you go put someone's <laughs> face on and murder someone? Yeah, I'm disappointed at her lack of face-off action. Anyway, um... Then the next scene with Arya, she's watching Littlefinger. Um, I would say stalking. Stalking <laughs> Littlefinger. And we were saying, at that point, I said he was like Snape going around in his long black coat. Mm, and then Elizabeth said he was like the stepmother from Cinderella. <laughs> 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 Which was way more accurate. I thought this scene was pretty ridiculous. It was silly. First of all, she's supposed like, to... Ooh, he doesn't see her. Oh no, he's watching her. Well, like, he was obviously knew she was there the whole time mm. because she's the worst spy I've ever seen. <laughs> she just stands at corners, <laughs> completely visible. She should have worn someone else's face. Like, she forgot that that's her trick. Jackie reminded you, though, that she has to murder someone to take their face. Like, but once she's, she's gonna kill them, in Winterfell once, just to wear their face. Once she's murdered them and taking their face, though, can't she, like, keep it? To wear it <laughs> in her pocket, like. Yeah, Walder Frey could be wandering around. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have to be kept in that, like, weird shell Those thing pillars, in things. whatever that place was. Yeah, but she didn't have Walder Frey's face on a shelf because it was fresh she just wore it straight away though oh you can wear them oh, see? the <laughs> problem know. is th- this show doesn't explain anything about the face people yeah because, because to me she could just be brand tomorrow if she wanted without killing him no, Somebody... I think she like skins you the skin... faces off them oh, it's okay. physically their face do you remember well, watching well, her like some... dissect dead people to put their faces on no because I blanked every time I cut to her last season <laughs> it was so boring will some intense knowledgeable nerd out there please write in and let us know <laughs> let us know because I need to know that um, and then she reads we're going to try and find an actual visual of this online but she's reading this scroll that Littlefinger hid in his disgusting mattress and then um, <laughs> it's, it's we think it's a letter from like back when Joffrey made Sansa write Joffrey made Sansa write to Rob saying you need to bend the knee to Joffrey. Our father's a traitor. Our father's a traitor. Yeah. yeah. So we paused it and we tried to read it. Um, but so, we'll see if we can find it online. You know, you, you first presume that he's going to use that against Sansa. Um, but actually we see him stalking her. So clearly he's using it to manipulate just the shitster. two sisters against each other. He's just shitster. Yeah, he's sowing <laughs> seeds of descent. Classic little thing. But I'm very think... disappointed he didn't speak in this whole episode. Terrible, hear his terrible Irish. Oh wait, I thought I heard him speak, but that was you actually. Dave was. Oh no, I, he, did, <laughs> yeah. he did. Yeah, I was doing uh, my impression, but he actually. No, you're right. He did speak. He said, "Is this the only one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only one in Winterfell. The only one in Winterfell." Um, and so that's the end. I'm of gonna the hide it in my mattress. Dave, <laughs> and that's the end of the Starks, and then we cut to the Citadel where they've received Bran's lovely raven from his maester. Um. And Sam's like, it's Which true. again arrives instantly. Because all the ravens arrive mm. instantly now. Yeah, there's no there's like, time. They're faster than emails. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. Like they've invented like warp speed at this point in the show. <laughs> so then Sam is like, I led Brandy on the roll. It's true. And another maester is saying, look, we're talking about magic birds talking to cripples here. Like this is ridiculous. 
And Sam's just like the annoying pupil who keeps interrupting them mm. and they're all trying to have their dinner and ha- or whatever they're doing. Sam's, uh, Sam's the guy in, in the horror movie who's uh, who's seen the monster mm. and then no he's running around him. the town mm. going, there's a monster! <laughs> but not uh, realising how crazy he's No saying. one believes him. And Bran is the same person because Bran is writing letters saying, uh, there's a monster, please <laughs> yeah. help. And I just feel uh, like Bran... Yes, I'm the three-eyed raven and a cripple. <laughs> Bran's uh, power should be better than that. Like, he should not be sending a scroll. Like, Bran should be going into one of their bodies, taking them over, possessing them, like, doing I something. I genuinely think He's... that, Jackie, your idea of him scrawling notes as a <laughs> raven is the best, <laughs> best way to go. It would be amazing. <laughs> and then Sam leaves. Like, this was kind of a crap. This is probably the worst Citadel scene we've seen, I thought. And um, then Sam just leaves and they're like, ooh, he doesn't know about his father and brother. It's like, what's the point of that line? Like, I just... I didn't really get it. Who? Sorry, we haven't talked about. It. Where are we going, when are we going to talk about that? When we get to all the Daenerys plot. Oh, you've got this all structured. Yeah, out. I really okay, do. Um, and then the next, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add to that scene. I don't think it's particularly yeah. interesting. Oh, we got the before he um, fails. There's the bit with the the transcription about Rhaegon, Rhaegar. Kathy, I think oh yes. Kath. So oh, that's uh, Sam, yeah, and next Tilly, scene. and um, yeah, Sam Tilly and little Sam and little Sam. Oh, is is that baby called little Sam? Yeah, she's, he's just called I think Sam. So. I think. He's uh, very cute. Um, basically, with Tilly, though, I did want to say, she has no character. She's never had a personality. Yeah, though. she just sits at home waiting for him to get out of work so she can read back his own scores Yeah, to but him. what I liked was that he was, like, humouring her. She was reading things and he was nodding and smiling and not paying any attention. And then she said something really important and he and just... He and he totally... He just didn't... He didn't even hear it because he... He so doesn't listen to her. Yeah, and I think he was mansplaining to her as well. And he was she rolling his eyes at her. So she basically says, like, oh... Prince Ragu? Rhaegar. Rhaegar is... That's John's, that's John's father. Yeah, that's my bad. Prince Ragu. Everything's not me, okay? <laughs> and he listens to No, she, she's like... What, she's basically like Watson an annulment and then he's like... Man's being the moment in a really creepy way, and he's and he says in a moment, yeah, I really lay lay aside the marital bond. Loves a woman, I decide he does not love. Sam until he married. No, I actually find their relationship really strange, and I think he kind of enjoys his position of having been the one that he taught her how to read. She's there for his grace. No, 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 hang on. To be fair, you're forgetting the whole every scene they've had. Because oh, I've forgotten every quite, single scene. He's been quite sweet to her always, and he rescued but her. But now he's being very condescending. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I think break. he's just having a really bad day, <laughs> yeah. and, and he's gone home from work. And I think she might even be able. To, I think she might be trying to help him with his work. But actually, she's just reading but boring shite. Asking him weird facts. So she is being a little annoying. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think she was being annoying because I thought she's been at home all day by herself, trying to engage him in conversation about his work, which she would presume he's interested in and he shouts at her and then he's like we're leaving I don't like it here and then he goes <laughs> and steals loads of books I love books, your Sam impression um, stole, stiles, um, steals all these books and yeah. he's like we're out of here and she's like are you sure we should be doing this and he's like yeah well to be Imagine honest if- he knows about like the most impending danger and like all he has to do is transcribe things about people's poos and that's all she's trying to talk to him about and he's like these poos are not important <laughs> yet yeah but he's in a position of he is in a position that he already learned some stuff about dragon glass like he's He's like running before he can walk, I think. Like he's he like Jackie said, he was like one of those people who was really good in school and when they get to university they just drop out when they don't get everything they want. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like That's I just think yeah, and then, I mean the Citadel has existed for whatever thousands of years and the Maesters like have this system to learn everything and become, you know, knowledgeable and he's like, No, no, yeah, and he's I'm too good for, I'm too good for that. He didn't want to do the whole, you know, the, the 
the chamber pots and all that. Yeah. And, the scroll. and he's looking for glory. He says, like, yeah. he's like, I don't want to read about other men. I want to be one of those men doing yeah, things. Yeah, well, hang on. There's Why? an imminent threat here and they're not yeah. listening to him and somebody has to do something. Yeah, but he, he hasn't and tried And who are going to call? <laughs> I feel like he could wait it out a little bit longer. Or yeah. go about it differently. He's not doing a very go- job of, good job of convincing anyone, but no. maybe he should try a different Guys, topic. he's been scrubbing toilets for potentially <laughs> years. No, it's not years. That kid's like I think one. the Citadel needs like a restructuring. They know everything about the world, but they don't want to put it to any good well, that's I mean not they're academics yeah. exactly but they're academics and they know everything that has happened so they probably could predict what's going to happen again but they don't seem to use it for good or let anyone else use it for good so what's the point but they I don't believe him though at the moment well though. I think they're a bit bitter because they have all this information that's available to everyone but no one cares what they no one's coming to ask them for it that's the thing they're like a big library and no one's coming and asking them or checking out the books you know so they're like bored <laughs> librarians they're like getting. Nobody, they're be- nobody has renewed bitter. their memberships. Yeah. 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 Um, so then we see Sam going off in his carriage. Um, so this is the equivalent if I came home from work one day with a van full of computers, <laughs> and I was like, "Kathy, I've quit my job." <laughs> but uh, and I and stole you, everything. <laughs> and then you mansplain lots of things to me. And then okay, so finally we're going to get. Now this is a lot of characters in this. We're going to get to the overall Daenerys, Tyrion, John. Um, plot. <laughs> we're going to so be here all we're gonna night. We're going to be. we This is our last one to talk to. So this is insane how much happened, and I feel like because all the scenes were back and forth, and there was so much happening after the kind of excitement of last episode. I have to say, I was a little bit less into this episode with all this stuff. Mm. It was kind of slow, but also yeah. so much happened. So much happened. Like I feel like if I hadn't written stuff down already, I'd be really struggling to remember the episode, mm. and because it's just so dense, and there's so many different characters. But anyway, I'm I thought not... it was a pretty, it was a pretty great episode. It's all, it's all kind of set up. It's getting people places. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? yeah. But we've like, only two episodes left. We needed a lull after the last one, though. Um, but uh, it was fun. So they need to get people places, though. They can just like operate. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. They're, they're, we should. Can we talk about that for a second? I guess we'll talk about it with Tyrion's plot. But like, people are now going from. Uh, he's go- they're going to King's Landing and back in 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 this episode. Mm. You know? It's actually quicker than um, like our train to London at this point from where we live. <laughs> yeah, like it's insane. Um, so basically, we see Tyrion, Daenerys, and the Lannister army. Which this was a really good scene. They're walking through the wreckage of the battle. The dragon looks wildly impressive. The Lannister army are all standing there, and she's saying. You, you know, I'm not like Cersei. I'm not here to murder you guys. Bend the knee. If you refuse, you die. <laughs> but at least she's giving them an option, which Cersei wouldn't. And then Sam's oh, we dad... We played a drinking game where we drank every time somebody said bend yeah, the knee. I know. Because it was Catching. every five seconds. They're all seconds. saying it then. Yeah. It would be fun because you guys would be really drunk and I'd be completely sober. <laughs> the most um, fun situation. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's dad... Um, I really admired him in the scene, actually. He refuses. Um, and he says, there's no easy choices in war. To, to Tyrion and he says you know you murdered your own dad like he's like really dismissive of Tyrion and Tyrion gets quite upset by that I think like Tyrion's very defensive about mm. having murdered his own dad I think um, but Randall's a dick so I'm glad he got well got. only that we saw him in that dinner scene with Sam a couple of seasons ago where he was horrible to Sam yeah. I would like Randall for every other reason well he sold out Olena also just yeah. to be to, to, to get oh, yeah. money and a future job she was his childhood friend he, out, he, he is responsible for the death of the best character in Game of Thrones I don't think he's responsible now I wouldn't put Elena's death down to him but he made it possible he yeah he helped um, and yeah, then so I he's like yeah whatever kill me and then Dickon comes out and he's like me too me yeah. Yeah. and then I thought Hi, Tyrion was actually being as annoying as Sansa has been to Jon like Daenerys mm. is blatantly the queen like saying bend the knee or die and he's like 
Daenerys, why don't you make him go to the Night's Watch? Why don't you send him here? Why don't you send him there? And she's like, shut up, Tyrion. <laughs> no, because, yeah, because this is what Tyrion's been saying for the past few episodes. You can't wade into uh, Westeros and just start breathing fire on everyone because that's exactly how her father did it. And that's how the Targaryens took rule before and she needs to be different and she needs to be better but and is this the what... time and place to do it mm-hmm. she should well, have headed yes. them that would have been more to their way of doing things she might have earned a bit more respect well, rather exactly. than just fear of being burned alive yeah, but this her was... dragons are her thing though no yeah. this was if she already used her dragons this was everything yeah. that, that uh, Tyrion was warning her against she came in with a foreign horde and is beheading leaders in front of everybody so word's going to travel around about that and it's it, that, this ties exactly back into what um, Varys was telling to, saying to Tyrion like Varys, Varys had a great monologue about always watching and saying, there's nothing I can do, there's nothing I can do, and just watching this stuff happens. Basically, Tyrion does need to intervene. So I think he's, he, he, he's right to do that as her advisor. Yeah, I guess. I just think it's not like they've, the time's finished for that conversation. Um, and, then, and then basically the dragons burn Sam's dad and brother alive. And then the next scene we get to with them is she's flying back to Dragonstone and this was quite a nice moment that was John good, and the Dragon. Yeah. This was an amazing scene. Mm. Absolutely amazing. Um, just the, the the way... Oh, it was just so tense and epic and uh, Drogon is just so intimidating and impressive, I thought. Yeah, Drogon looks mm, amazing. Yeah. He looked amazing. It was very... I, it was almost like a moment in Jurassic Park. When he, oh yeah! When he put his hand on 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 his head, and also um. But then she's like, he's a nice dragon, isn't he? She doesn't seem to be like, oh, that's yeah. weird that you're. Yeah, I the thought dragon. they were building up to the fact that mm. right, clearly he's a Targaryen. Mm. Uh, like, surely at least one of them would have put those dots together. Yeah. But she's like really into John at this point, and then she's like, "Is it true you took a knife through the heart?" And he says, "No." And no, I... he's about to. He says, "No." He he's, You can see he's about to speak, and then. Someone, something comes in and interrupts the. No, but just says say Davos, Davos likes to exaggerate. Yeah, yeah, but that she's, she's she starts by saying, "So Davos said, just said you took a knife to the heart, you know, elaborate." And he said, "Oh, he he, whatever, I can't remember what he said. But he's a fancy turn of phrase." And then she says, "So is it true?" And he then he's about to answer. Oh, so then someone comes in and interrupts. And then Jorah's like, "Oh, I'm still alive, <laughs> and Somebody's I still like, love Telegram you." And we were all like, "Ew, we were discussing the Jorah thing." First of all, weird she hugged him because last time she saw him, he had grey skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and she disgusting. doesn't even ask if yeah. he's cured it. And then we were all discussing this again, like with Jorah and her. It's like at this point, he should be like a kindly uncle or like, you know, a trusted friend. And mm-hmm. he's just still sleezing on her. And it's disgusting. Like, it's so gross. It's like, do you think she would go for you, this old man, <laughs> o- over John, who's like a supermodel and a king? And he's watching them make eyes at each other as well. So he's like, hmm, I yeah. think my time is definitely fast. And like, so I think he just needs to accept that and move on. Yeah, and then... Um, yeah, kind of just sick of Jorah. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, ew, gross. And then, he was a good character at first. Yeah. You see, I've only ever seen him when I watch it as just being a creep on her. But he was like, at the start, he was a really good advisor to her and he was quite powerful and he had good ideas. Oh, I used to love him. I thought yeah. he was great. Now he's just a foot soldier, basically. Can we talk about how windy that scene was? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was shot in Ireland. Uh, apparently all the exteriors in Dragonstone are in Ireland and all the mm. clips. And it was super windy It looked like a proper day. audio <laughs> must have been so difficult to do. I know. Like, it's just I know. Yeah, um, and then we need to hurry this along because we've been talking for ages. Um, on to Tyrion and Varys, which was quite a fun little scene where they talk about Daenerys and her dad. And, you know, Varys is like, her dad was crazy. Oh, that was a great scene. And then they, he had, I have a scroll for John and Tyrion saying, did you read it? And he said, of course not. Or he said, it's a, it's a sealed scroll for the King of the North. 
Obviously. But of course gag. I read it. Not good so news. We all saw that coming. Um, and then we go to the war room, which is quite a cast. It is John, Daenerys, Tyrion, Varys, Jorah, <laughs> Davos. And they're kind of discussing Arya and Bran. Um, John's like, I thought they were dead. And, and again, I thought Daenerys looked at him really kind of like, oh, I'm so happy for you. Like, mm. she was like really happy for him. And he's like, never mind that. Bran saw the White Walkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they say, we need to tell Cersei. And I'm thinking, do you know Cersei at all? Like, Does anyone else think their whole plan that they come up with here is nonsense? Like it capturing was, a lion in a cage, like, is strange. It was such a stupid was, plan. But just very out of the blue. Yeah. Yeah, I just think at this point, forget about Cersei for a minute. Like, well, I think Daenerys wants to send, give him troops to go beyond the wall, but she says, if I give you my troops, Cersei will attack. So I'll give you my troops if you tell me that Cersei won't attack. While I do that, if we can put everything on pause, I'll give you my. Yeah. Which would never. Why doesn't she just say you can have one dragon? Because flame so why don't kills we the white. Go walker. Up to yeah, the how many dragons do you need? Yeah. We'll go up to the wall. We'll get a white walker. We'll bring it down to King's Landing. <laughs> we'll show Cersei that they're real, and then she'll be all like, "Oh yeah, no worries." And so they make this elaborate plan, and this I thought it was just so boring watching the scene and what listening mm. to them voice it out. And also, and how did like, you collect a white walker? I'll go, and it's basically like a. Uh, Jorah's like, I'll go to the north because I love you. Yeah. And Tyrion's like, I'll go to King's Landing and then I'll I'll drive you. Uh, yeah. Davos is like, I'll smuggle you in. It's like, this is just so dull. And the dialogue, I thought it was all just handled. They, but also, they needed is... all this to happen and there was so clunky. It was so clunky. Thing. But what happens? Do you get a White Walker like put him in handcuffs? They have Their plan is nonsense. It it's doesn't ridiculous. make any sense. And Cersei won't give a shit. Yeah. And, and Tyrion then... should know that. But did you notice when John volunteered him and Daenerys like shared a look again and then he's like you need to trust in the stranger. Like they were having all sorts of moments in this episode. They were having a lot of moments yeah. yeah. Um, and then King's Landing no travel time we've got Tyrion Davos um, arrive and like are instantly meeting up with Jamie and Bronn. So again um, Tyrion and Bronn yeah, no time to waste. Gotta get back. Gotta uh, get back to Dragonstone in ten minutes. And again, the first thing Tyrion does is start defending himself to Jamie. He's like, "I think Dad was gonna kill me. It's not my fault. I was born this small." And Jamie's like, "Shut up about your height." Like Tyrion, is just, as soon as he's back with his siblings, he, I guess it's like the same thing. But like, he he needs to stop talking about his height and how much his dad didn't like him because it's like just accepted. I'm on Tyrion's side here. Come on. I don't know. He's a forty year old man. Yeah, you know, like get over it. Get over it. <laughs> Your um, dad didn't like you. I'm sorry, but you know you killed yeah, him. Two not years only ago. did his dad not Fun. like him, he was putting him up for execution for a crime he knew he didn't commit. Yeah. Like, yeah, but but yes, Jamie knows Tyrion. that Tyrion doesn't need to sit there going on about it. Well, again. Tyrion didn't know. Jamie just found out, so Tyrion didn't know that Jamie. I guess. Knew, I guess. Um, and then, so that was kind of. Um, were you happy with the meeting between those two? I just couldn't get over the way Tyrion was saying the word boat. What Does was he saying? <laughs> no. Uh, we will travel here by boot. <laughs> His accent is nonsense. I think it's he's American. Is he doing? He's American. His, yeah, his okay. accent's terrible. His accent's uh, weird. And then as we soon hoot. as you start to notice every syllable that he, he does speaks, speak very it's appalling. And then um, Davos is at Flea Bottom, which Elizabeth explained is like the bad side of King's Landing, which we didn't know. Well, I didn't know. Um, and then he finds Robert Baratheon's bastard son. Yeah, Gendry's back, and this yeah. has been a huge plot hole that everyone's been like. It's a loose end because he went away on a boat. Mm. About four series ago, mm-hmm. uh, a beauty, <laughs> and uh, hasn't been seen since. And uh, yeah, I think um, the writers are kind of tying up all these loose ends. Why was now. he recruiting not... him though? I didn't think that we understood Davos's motivations to go and get. I him. genuinely think either I don't think he has anything. I don't think he has any more importance in this story. I think it's literally that Weiss and Benioff are listening to other fans 
and realise there's all these loose ends and they're just tying them up before the series. And maybe they? Davos thought he'd never be back in King's Landing and he wanted to collect the guy because he does quite like him. Yeah, yeah, Davos seems to have pretty strong relationships with people. We know mm. everyone we see him with, he's really like close to them. He really like feels linked to them. So I guess he felt really responsible for this young lad a couple of years ago when he wanted it. When he was having leeches put on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was gross. Um, and then there's kind of a funny scene where we see Davos with the guards talking about like fish fry agra and that sort of thing. Um, and then that was Tyrion, a great scene. Also, how badass was uh, Gendry with the hammer? Yeah, he was badass. And then Tyrion just lumbers in. Um, but again, they just murdered those two men. It's yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I felt bad for them because they were like so Cersei close said, to getting away with it yeah but they got yeah. 15 gold coins each like they should have cut their losses yeah but then they were doing their actual job by saying oh he's a wanted criminal <laughs> you, <know? laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't go back on your like corrupt ways though yeah, yeah look look away you got your money um, and then we've got Davos on the smith uh, Gen- Gendry and he brings him to John, and Davos is saying, "Don't tell John who you are." Which again, I didn't understand why Davos was saying that to him. And then the first thing Gendry says is, "I'm Robert Baratheon's bastard son." I think Davos was saying that because he's got enough on his plate, and he doesn't yeah. want to bring another complicated figure into this. Yeah, I like this. I like. I, this. I really think Davos just likes Gendry and wanted to save him and bring him up north to the. Yeah, wall. But do you I don't think saving someone is bringing them to the wall to fight White Walkers. No, no. He he said he was going to get him a job at Winterfell yeah. as a blacksmith. Oh, okay, I missed that. And then it's so nice because John actually smiled in the scene, which never happens. It almost looked painful on his face. And they're friends. And they <laughs> said, oh, our dads like, used to play together. Um, they didn't used to play together. They used to wage wars together. They and They seem overthrew to be, they want to just reminisce about their dads. But like, John has never really had any male peers. Like He yeah. had Rob, who always hated him. And yeah. then he had Theon, who turned against him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's John true. just needs a friend. Yeah, he just needs a friend because like, Davos is kind of out of his age bracket <laughs> have we ever seen John smile before surely with Ygritte yeah maybe, maybe with her oh, even yeah. though he was more he's had a bit of confused no I know nothing what is this feeling <laughs> yeah so that was actually a really nice scene and then we've got Jorah and Tyrion kind of briefly chatting about how they used to be slaves together lols we'd all forgotten that <laughs> and then again Jorah we just found him really gross when he was like kissing her hand and with Daenerys we were all that's when we were saying about the uncle thing and then John and Daenerys. They actually need to start killing some of these characters. Yeah, there's so many of them. John and Daenerys kind of have a bit of a moment. Um, and then next minute. Blah, blah, they're off. John's and suddenly they're at, at the wall. <laughs> they're, is it Eastwatch? Yeah. They're at Eastwatch. Yeah, I think. so they're yeah. Eastwatch. And then it's like Thorman, who we love. We're so happy to see. John, Davos, Gendry, Jorah. Because so, Jorah just volunteered to go because he's. So if you actually life. calculate the amount of time, I'd love for someone to do this, that that is passing between each of these travelling moments. And the last time we saw Thorman, he went from Winterfell to Eastwatch. So I think if you actually calculated that, I think Thorman has been at Eastwatch for 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> Just chilling. Just yeah. waiting for Brienne to show up. Just I imprisoning do, the Hound. Yeah. I do think in this season, though, compared to the last one, that we've caught up onto the... They're all on the same timeline now, I think. Mm. When we see yeah. scenes, yeah. they're chronological. Because they're all talking yeah. about each yeah. other. Yeah, at least, anyway, yeah. yeah. Like, everyone's, like, meeting everyone. Um, and then we do have a fun moment where Thorman says, like, where's the big woman about Brienne? <laughs> Which is amazing. Um, and then they're asked, talking about the Queen, and Thorman says, is it the one who fucks her brother or the one who strikes <laughs> <laughs> I just love that everyone knows about her, Jamie. So that's kind of getting the gang... The, at this point, we're getting the gang together for the big battle. And then, oh and no. it's, it's a pretty cool it's a gang. It's pretty cool gang. Because I thought that was pretty badass when they when the gates open yeah. and they go out in flying oh God, key formations so like so Reservoir Dog style. And it was the hound and it was the priest and it was just really fun because it was like, oh wow, like when they opened that gate, we were like, this is proper winter. Like mm, now we understand. Because we were talking last night about this and we were saying, you know, like HBO held off months to film this because they wanted to make sure it was as wintry as possible. 
And this is the payoff for that, this scene. Whereas before this, it was like, mm, okay, we get that it's winter, but this was like ice and mm. all, all the mm. rest of it. It's very cold. Did you read um, during the week that um, apparently a lot of the rugs that they, they dress them with from the, on Game of Thrones are from Ikea. Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I did not read that. Yeah. But this was a great ending to the episode. We were yeah. like, okay, ne- we're ready now for the next episode. I couldn't tell. It looked like there was maybe some men following them. I don't know if they're going out oh, on their really? own or if there's a little bit of an army with them. So it'd be interesting to see. Oh, I think it's just them. them. Is it just them? It's just them. And they were like in a V formation for maximum effect. Yeah. Yeah. They're I just was a really badass crew it. walking mm. in slow motion into the winter. I wish they had a giant with them. Yeah, that would have oh, been cool. We need one, one. one. Yeah, they didn't seem very well equipped, you know, considering they're from the wall and everything. They shouldn't be. Shouldn't they be like tied together if they're going out in a blizzard and everything? I don't know. And like, yeah. he's the king of yeah, the Yeah, they didn't there. have much with them either. Yeah, they? like I mean, I would want Thorman. Also, who's got dragon glass among them? Just yeah, John. John. Or did he bring enough for everyone? Well, surely. He's, surely he's he just it. come from yeah. the mine, so hopefully he, he hasn't. Like, <laughs> I mean, surely he spent however long with Daenerys. Um, I'd love he's just going to open up a bag and like, I brought dragon glass. Yeah. And they'll be like, what? Who are you? And oh, oh no, weren't we saying that that Smith guy would be able to forge them all weapons out of the dragon glass? Yeah. But, yeah. Oh. but maybe he did that on the three month trip that it took them to get there. <laughs> Is he there as well? How long does it take to get from yeah, Dragonstone yeah, to Eastwatch? Like? At least. I mean,. Like a, a week, s- at least one week. Literally the length of Westeros, isn't it, or the height yeah. of it? Yeah. yeah, we were excited because um, for once we watched the credits and we saw East watching the credits. Yeah, we always watch the credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you think like I don't think like it's it's supposed to be the sa- the size of Britain, isn't it, or in and around? Like it wouldn't take very long to sail up the coast. I don't of... know. Good question. I think it roughly if is you're walking UK. a couple yeah. of days, a but week. They, maybe they sail up they there. Say, yeah, we saw them. On the but boats. at one point when they mm-hmm. arrived, it, when um like. When the guys arrived at King's Landing, like Tyrion and Davos, they were just in a crappy little boat. Although I did read that apparently King's I mean, Landing boat, is right opposite Dragonstone. Like ah, just, okay. just a bay ah, between okay. them. So that's kind of believable, I guess. Just like rolling. It's I'm like just, going like from Wales here. to Ireland. I don't know, and I don't really care. Yeah, no. so that was all. And then, yeah, so that basically we all really like the ending. And we're going to discuss what we expect for the next two episodes. Jackie, got some theories? You had a theory at the I start. had a theory that has been totally disproved. Well, like, because I, just because in the end of the last season, in the last episode, um, Jamie fell into the water right beside, you know, Khaleesi. I thought that she was going to fish him out and have him, like, be, like, be her prisoner of war. And that she would also convince him that Cersei was crazy and that he would, you know, go over to her side. And that's what I was thought I saw coming. Do you want, but did he, you want them to get together? And I thought I yeah. saw them getting together. And basically, yeah. um, you thought, how could he possibly swim away in armor with the gold hand? Oh no, he can. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He defies gravity. But yeah, any what? But what do you think for the next two episodes? It's going to be full on White Walker winter stuff. I don't know. I, don't I feel know. like we're not. I think they're going to like save that for the end again. Yeah, I think that's episode yeah. seven. Oh god. Okay. Well, I think that they're going to catch a White Walker and send it back to to King's Landing, but I don't know what that will accomplish. They're like yeah, Pokemon. Oh, because because Cersei, yeah, yeah they, Cersei basically said like, oh yeah, you know, at this point we know our army can't defeat her, so we have to defeat her by other means. So Cersei's going to meet up with them, be all like pretending that she cares about the White. I Walkers. can't wait to see. I'm actually excited to see what double crossing Cersei's going to yeah, do yeah I'm meeting. looking forward to her scheme because she's going to be like oh okay White Walkers are real that's great oh, I'm going to kill you all yeah, <laughs> yeah she's going to scheme good and I think in the next two episodes the whole um, the, the, the facts of John's um, parents will come out in the next couple episodes yeah because they are teasing at yeah. that um, alright we better wrap okay, this yeah, up okay better wrap things up um, please follow us on uh, Twitter and tweet us. I know a lot you've all been tweeting us uh, the last few weeks. Tweet us what you thought of this episode. We're going to put a poll up as well um, because there were so many good bromances uh, in this episode uh, that we thought we'd put a poll up to see which one you thought was the best. Uh, John and Drogon. 
Davos and Gendry, uh, Bronn and Jamie, or Tyrion and Varys. Who's your favorite favorite bromance? Go to at the Cinemile on Twitter to vote. Or we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can email us at thecinemile at gmail.com. Yes, or you can please subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't already done so and leave us a really nice review. We also do movie <laughs> reviews. That's the whole point. Yeah, of that's the whole point. <laughs> um, and speaking of movie reviews, if you've enjoyed Jackie and Elizabeth, our fabulous guests, we actually, all four of us, went last night to see Top Gun in an open-air cinema, um, which is an episode we'll probably put up in a couple of weeks when we're... When we have a baby. When we have a baby and we're otherwise engaged and not going to the yeah, cinema. Yeah, we're banking a few episodes and we're going to be putting them up. Uh, yeah, so some classic movie viewing last night. Leave. And Elizabeth had never seen Top Gun, so that was quite fun for us. Or any Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so thanks, guys, for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Thank guys. That was brilliant. Bye. 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 ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. We host the Holderness Family Podcast every Tuesday. You may know us from the silly videos that we make online. Or a book about marriage called Everybody Fights. Or as winners of season 33 of The Amazing Race. Still can't believe that happened. Listen, we do a lot of stuff, but our podcast is our most favorite thing. Yeah, because every week we get to sit down face-to-face, talk to each other about marriage, family, mental health, or just anything that we want to know more about. Sometimes we have expert interviews, sometimes it's just us, but our goal is to bring some joy and laughter into your life every week. Our other goal is that maybe you will learn something as well. Right. So search the Holderness Family Podcast and check out our most recent episodes. We have one about staying organized with creators of the Home Edit. And one about being diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. We hope you'll join us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.